And I just don't take no for an answer. And I just kept saying, okay, tell me the exact obstacle. Like, don't just tell me no. Welcome to the Rise Podcast. I'm Rachel Hollis, and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll be sharing tangible, direct advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Today on the Rise Podcast, I'm sitting down with Micah May, the founder of May Designs, which I actually heard about for the very first time years ago when I saw her on Good Morning America. It's still funny to me that we're actual real life friends now, but her wisdom and insight, her creativity, and her humor is something that everyone's going to fall in love with, and I can't wait for you to hear. For people who do not know who you are, if they live under a rock and they're not familiar with your incredible company or the things that you've built, will you tell us about yourself? Yes. Okay. So I accidentally started a business almost 10 years ago. Next year is my 10-year, I don't know what you call that if you're an entrepreneur. 10-year decade marathon. Seriously. Um, Yeah. So I started a kind of lifestyle brand that basically um, puts patterns on things. So I believe that everyday moments should be magical. And so I kind of started a notebook was our first product. Our flagship product is a notebook, which is kind of called the May book because my name is Micah May. And I started carrying these crazy notebooks around that were just a little bit more beautiful than your like average notebook that you could find in either the dollar bin at Target or Michael's or the beautiful, gorgeous kind of moleskin um, notebook. So I started making those for myself and um, yeah, the rest is history. People wanted to start buying them. And so I, of course I said, yes. And so it's also probably worth saying that Micah is on vacation right now in Mexico. So there are (laughs) parrots and birds, you know, adding to our podcast. I just want to cast that vision. So people are not like, what is screaming behind her as she tells the story? Um, Yeah, you made you made this notebook and it's got to be 10 years ago. It must have been when you pretty early on in May Designs history that I found out about you because I was was it? Today Show or GMA? Like what uh, was the like big claim to fame good, in the, yeah, in the beginning? GMA. Good Morning America. Okay. Yeah. Was it right before the holidays? Does that sound yes, right? Girl, it was December 1st. Yes. Yes. So yes. I happened to be watching that morning and I saw you. I mean, I like turned it on. You were on. You were talking about these adorable journals. They were custom. And I feel like it's worth saying, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you were doing custom when nobody was. Now everybody does it, but it really wasn't I, – I remember it being like, oh my gosh, I could put my name on a book or I could get these as holiday gifts. Yeah. Was that – were you sort of like the first entrance into that? And how in the world did you figure out how to customize at that amount? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think this is a pretty much a crazy part of my journey because I think from the outside looking in – People, entrepreneurs, people doing their side hustle, wanting it to be their full-time gig. They're like, oh, well, you – it was obviously an overnight sensation, right? It was obviously Mm -hmm. this, like, thing that you were – it was a perfect storm of X, Y, and Z that has led you to where you are today. I'm like, yeah, except that three years of total hustle before that one weird moment. 
And so the three years prior, yeah, I was showing up at printing agents, like printing production places going, I want you to print one or 10,000 of an item. (laughs) And they were like, I don't understand what you're saying right now. And I'm like, no, really on demand is the future of production. I'm not talking, let's please run 5,000 business cards or covers of this notebook. I want people to be able to customize it and engage with us online. And then you can make one, but if they also want, you know, if a conference or a corporation wants 1,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 for an event, you should do the same, that same thing, right? The same facility. And that was just unheard of. So I spent literally like eight months traveling around, pitching, saying, okay, here's what I'm wanting. Here's the paper I'm wanting. And I would literally like travel with a creepy backpack full of paper samples. I'm like, <laughs> okay, here's my tier. Tier one is this one. Tier two is this one. Tier three. And they all said, no can do. Not only can you not print one to 10,000 in the same place, but you can't print on this paper. And then thirdly, I really wanted them stitched. So all of ours, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with May Designs or May Books, our notebooks are a little five by eight, and then they're stitched down the middle. So that for me, you know, the cover is made out of a different material. So I'm a quality person and like, I'm rough on my things. And so mm-hmm. dropping it in my bag and out of my bag and kids and like water spill, whatever, the covers would come off if they're stapled. And so the only way for me to like keep my notebook intact was to stitch them. So I was showing up at these, at these printers, asking them to be sewn. And they were like, that's, that's like archaic. That's not a thing. So I found an old school, crazy person where I was living at the time, which is in Dallas, person with an industrial sewing machine that I dropped these off at her house and she did them with an industrial like sewing machine Um, because all these printers said no. So all the time, yes, like, and even web developers, I was like, Hey, here's the website of my dream. Like, you know how there's Pinterest, like that was brand new. And I had to like spell Pinterest for these web developers. (laughs) I have no idea what it was. I'm like, this is, see, there's a community and you can like add things in and it's super organic. That's kind of what I'm wanting to create for design and notebooks and patterns. And they just did not understand what I was talking about. So, so yeah, I mean, now I think it's, it's expected customization, personalization, like everything is moving that direction. But 10 years ago, it was a pretty foreign concept for not only like the tech industry from a website perspective, but production as well. And I just don't take no for an answer. And I just kept saying, okay, tell me the exact obstacle. Like, don't just tell me no, right? Like literally is the problem that you're, you don't own a stitching machine. I'll buy you one. Is the problem that you can't, (laughs) I will come and train them. Is the problem that it's too expensive. I'll work with you on the cogs. So I think that so many people just take no as a blanket. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but the answer is no. And so I'm going to move on. And I, yeah. I say, you know, my motto is stay curious. Like, why is the no a no? Like, I just ask yeah. 20 million more questions until it gets to a yes. Yeah, I think that that is um, something that we run into so often, especially as entrepreneurs. And I don't know if other people listening feel like this, but because there is there is a gift in not knowing any better. So, so, so often in our business, it's like, well, what if we X, Y, Z? And it's exactly like you're saying where you then take it to someone and they go, oh, that's not a thing. We don't do that here. Well, why? Well, because we've never done it. Okay. That's not a reason. Right. Um, Could we try? And um, anytime that you're moving into a space like that, I I don't know if you felt like this, but 
often it's, we sort of joke around that people in industries that we're trying to get into and understand and ask those questions sort of pat us on the head, like, oh, look at these little girls. Like, look at these little girls trying to figure out how to manufacture a sweater. And we're like, well, plenty of people have walked down this path. So certainly we can try and do it as well. Do you feel like people thought you were crazy? Were they patronizing? And did you just finally find someone who was like, okay, I'll try it? Yes. The answer is yes to everything. So I did feel from the very beginning, like, no, you're absolutely insane. This is not going to work. And I had two people that believed in me from a kind of print production perspective at the very beginning. And one was this little old Minuteman, like a Minuteman press. I don't know if you guys have those wherever you are, but it's like a king uh-uh. or now a federal oh, okay. office. Okay. Whatever. Like, okay. Uh, like a, you can drop your business cards off. It's your local. There's a chain. There's probably 40 in your city. And okay. randomly showed up. I, I was a graphic designer at the time. So before I had this idea for these notebooks, I actually did graphic and web design. So I use Minuteman for a lot of my invitations and la ta da whatever, like marketing brochures and stuff. So they were just a local printer. And one day I, you know, I was so fed up. I had, I had skipped them in the process of trying to see if someone would print my, like my bigger things. Right. And they just said, well, what do you work? What is this notebook thing you're carrying around? Like, can we print those for you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Like everyone else has told me no. And they did it. And so Mm -hmm. I was printing, they would stay up all night. I remember I got a women of faith conference deal, 10,000 notebooks. And I did not know what to do. Right. I had 10,000 orders for a conference that they needed them like in three weeks. And I called my stitcher who was stitching these in her home, and <laughs> my little Minuteman printer. And I'm like, y'all, I had this incredible opportunity. Y'all, I say y'all, I'm from Texas. You yeah. guys, I had this opportunity. Can we figure this out? Can you, how much paper do you need? Like, let's get this order done. And they all just said yes and rocked it, stayed up all night. I was there. I was helping train other stitchers. And then fast forward, Kind of, we knew, you know, what we're scaling at this point. We're gonna, we're outgrowing this kind of like <laughs> Minuteman and grassroots homegrown <laughs> stitcher in her, you know, yard. Um, and I did find a printer that was amazing, and they basically just, you know, said, you know what, we believe in you. We think you're, we think you're onto something really big. We've seen how customization is incredible, and so we moved to like a bigger print production facility in Tennessee that uh, we're still with today. That's so incredible. So you get, I mean, just as your friend, I know you're a hustler. I know you work so hard. So it feels like that was a big part of how you scaled from the beginning is you just did everything to get the word out. Would you say that's pretty accurate? Everything. Oh, yes, girl. But you're also selling, um, I think, still primarily on like through the internet. Is that correct? Yeah, we are 99%. It's just straight. If you find May Designs or do you stumble upon us on Instagram or whoever, yeah, we're pretty much 99% just direct to consumer. Um, we've done a collaboration with Blue Sky that has been available at Target, which is super exciting. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the only like large retailer that we're, where you can buy something at. But You guys are not going to believe it, but... We announced something really exciting a couple of weeks ago, which was that we're 
gonna be in movie theaters. I'm not even making that up. We had gotten so many emails and letters and DMs asking us how you guys could experience one of our live event weekends, how you could experience Rise Weekend if you didn't have the money to go. I got so many requests for this when we were planning this year's event and it really hit me in the heart. I so wanted an answer for you. So I thought and dreamed and prayed and planned and we decided to record the entire weekend and turn it into a documentary. And I am so excited to tell you that Rachel Hollis Presents Made For More will be in theaters August 2nd in both the U.S and Canada. So be sure and check with your local theaters. Get your tickets now. You can find out more information on letsrise.co, which has all of our event info. But I hope to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a chance for all of us to come together in community to see a movie with all of our faces on it, which is so crazy, but also to experience one of our conferences for the cost of a movie ticket. It's about 13 bucks. I hope I will see you there. So for our listeners who have, you know, they've got an Etsy shop or they've got a side hustle or they've got something where they are trying to sell through e-commerce only, what are some of the things that you did that you feel like were really helpful in scaling in sales? You know, I think that obviously when I started, um, I mean, Instagram was not even a thing. And so... Mm -hmm. We built our, our community extremely organically. There wasn't this like pay-to-play scenario. So none of that was really in play when I started. Um, and so I think that building a community is the most powerful thing. And bringing – like if you're a product-based, I mean using your thing every single day, all day, without question. Like I – cell phone cases, I have one on my phone mm-hmm. at all times. You know, I'm in Mexico and I brought a tumbler, like as annoying as it was, I packed two of them in my suitcase. And <laughs> literally, if my little person comes along, it's like, would you like a drink, ma'am? I'm like, yes. And I hand him my tumbler and I'm like, Can you yes, please put the margarita in this thing because then I'm walking around with it and it is just straight up advertising. So two mm-hmm. or three people have even stopped me as I'm walking around, like, wait, where is that cup from? And so <laughs> me, right, I didn't pay for that advertising. It's just real life, normal activity. So I would bring notebooks everywhere. I'd go to New York and I would just book desks and meetings for editorial. And I would just literally show up and just say, Hey, I'm in town and I would love to drop off a little gift for you. I'm going to be at the Condé Nast building from 11 to two on Tuesday. Do you mind if I just drop off a new thing? That's perfect for new bridesmaids for spring. Fill in the blank, like whatever. Literally, mm-hmm. grassroots PR. I mean that that worked for a long, long, long time to get the word and out. And so, a couple of questions here. So, so many women who create things or work things or are building things don't have any problem building it, but they have a really hard time promoting it. So, how did you find the courage or the tenacity or the gumption or the whatever to? call up those places? Like, did you feel courageous or is that something that comes naturally to you? My favorite answer is like, no, because I know Mm -hmm. there's a yes around the corner. Like as I'm just going to make a little tally in my mind of no, 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 no. And then I know that there's going to be a yes soon, right? After the like 
however many swashes of no's with the magical five across them all as, you know, I just, I know there's a yes. And so to me, it's not personal. I know people are busy. I know they're, especially from a PR kind of product pitch. Um, I know they're, they're getting a hundred million samples at their desks, but there's something that happened with these notebooks that people really resonated with and they loved. And so I think there was enough. I love them. I'm never going to make or sell a product that I don't love. So mm-hmm. whether it's a phone case or a notebook or these tumblers, I love them and I wear them. And so it builds confidence every time I put on one of our little skirts or a dress. I am building into the persona of our brand because mm-hmm. I really do love our product. And so mm-hmm. I think that that helps with the confidence, kind of fake it till you make it, right? Like if you're not jazzed about your product, then you shouldn't be selling it. Like I'm just going to say that. If you don't love right? it, then don't sell it because you're never – People can see it. They can see that I'm using it every day. Like, oh, you have a no- a different notebook. Like, why? <laughs> I was just with you at this conference, and you have a different one, and why is that? And I can show them the insides and say, oh, well, you know, this one's my agenda, and I was I knew I was going to have a break, and I'm planning my whatever, summer vacations, and then my other one was strictly for notes, right? And I'll get them both out and show them the different insides, and it sometimes the product just sells itself. So that's not to say you have to borrow confidence when you don't have it. Right. I know that not everyone is wired the way that I am or that you are. Um, and I think you've got to put on that, those big girl panties and a big old smile and that smize and you just (laughs) go for it. And you have to, you have to just say like this thing that I have is so awesome and you don't even have to buy it. Like I'm going to keep loving it for me and something that makes people just want to join in. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99. And sofas at five ninety nine ninety nine. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. So um, if you are listening and you are at Rise, then you know that Micah spoke on one of our panels, which was how I built this. It was a bunch of really rad, incredible women who had built incredible things. And one of the things that I really loved that you talked about was what it's going to take. Like what it's going to take to be successful. You talked about having to sprint. You talked about knowing the season and the conversation that you have with your husband about this, like the what time is it thing. Mm -hmm. Would you talk about that a little bit? 
I'm married to a therapist, which is really helpful for an entrepreneur, right? Um, He, I mean, from every given day I walk in, I'm like, everything is awesome. You know, like our sales are great. And then there's many, 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 many more days where I walk in and I'm like, it's all over. We're going to have to sell the house. (laughs) We can no longer take a single vacation. Like it's it's all gone to crap. And so I think that number one, I have an extremely patient, lovely husband who is a number nine on the Enneagram for any of those people. Nice. Out there. I am. I'm married to a nine. Are you, you are? a three? I'm yeah. a three. Oh yeah. We're three and nine. Me three, and Dave. Nine yeah. combo. Yeah. It works well. It works it well. So he is kind of like his inner peace is just like the only thing that matters. And I can be crazy and but, okay, so I think with that, he's provided a lot of wisdom for me and the business. He's my silent silent partner. He literally mm-hmm. does not give me much advice ever. But when he does or when he speaks up, I listen because he's mm-hmm. so wise. Um, and so one of the things he said and has said for a decade is basically you just need to know what time it is. There are times to sprint and times to just get in there and it's the daily grind, right? And then there are mm-hmm. other times where – it's time to relax and it's maybe time to give my kids some full on eye contact or some extra love or come home early when, even though I still have the to do's don't change. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I think that that's also a huge misconception as an entrepreneur, right? Like I'm a decade in, I've never gone on vacation. Sorry, this is like burst everyone's bubble, but never gone on vacation and been like, peace out. Like, yeah, I I just, I love what I do and I am obsessed mm-hmm. with my team and my, the brand that we've built and I'm checking Slack or text. And that's actually more comfortable for me anyway. Like if I was just going to fully check out for a week, I, it, it's, that's harder. Just a hundred percent. That would again. give me, yeah, I've tried, like, I've tried. It gives me such bad anxiety. So much anxiety. So for me, yeah. I'm kind of always on. And you know, after a decade of trying different things that has worked well for me, But just like my husband said, there's a time for everything. So like I'm in Mexico, we're doing a podcast. I was planning on being at home today after Memorial Day. It's a Tuesday. And so for me, we extended our trip a day and I'm still here. My husband is with the kids at the like pool on the beach and I'm with you. And so for me, it's worth it. It's all just worth it. And so anywho, I think that, um, yeah, knowing what time it is, is really, really beneficial because I'm prone to want to always work. And I remember I had a partner early on who was absolutely critical in the success of May Designs. His name is John Carroll. He is like my best friend in high school's husband who kind of watched this whole thing un- like unravel and just said, hey, I want to help you. And he kind of became an advisor and they became an official partner and helped me grow this thing in those early years. And he, I remember calling him in tears at midnight after a Good Morning America. You know, we're three weeks out and it is like people are desperate for their packages. There's so much to do. It was a one-woman shop. I was trying to ship 33,000 orders by myself. Oh, no. Figuring out how to do it. I had, I didn't even have, like I had no, I didn't have assistant, a designer. I had nobody except John on the phone in Tennessee. And oh my I called him and I just said, John, like, I don't think I can do this. I, there's too many to do's. Like my, I've, I literally have four pages of 
urgent things and I can't, my eyes are wanting to close because it's, you know, whatever, 1am. And he said, Micah, I hate to break it to you, but this is your new normal. You're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You're a badass. You've got this. The best thing you can do is get the, write down your list, right? Like I'm a huge lister, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) I'm a notebook company owner, but (laughs) write down your list and then go highlight or circle the top three to five things. And if you can't do those three to five things in the next two minutes, right? If they're not a two to three minute task each before you go to sleep, you just need to go to bed and you just need to know that you're going to wake up you're going to kill it tomorrow. And this is probably going to be the rest of your life as an entrepreneur, like until you sell May Designs or some other exit strategy, you're going to have more to do than you can ever accomplish in a day. And so you're going to have to prioritize self-care prioritize saying yes to your family because you're prone to say yes to your to-do list. And those are really, that was unbelievable advice. So seriously, that is super powerful because I think, especially if you are trying to build something, even if what you're trying to build is a career within someone else's company, it is it's so easy to focus on that list of things that need to get done and, and run yourself into the floor. Uh, I can't tell you how often women are sending me notes saying like, I have nothing left to give. I am so depleted. I take care of everybody else. I don't take care of myself. I don't know what to do. I have no energy. And I'm like, we need to be shaking the shoulders uh, like of our sisters, yeah. of our friends, of the women in our community. Like, How dare you let yourself get to this point? Because you would never let your children get to this point. You would never let your partner get here. You would never let them be – you would be like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? So why do you care for others differently than you care for yourself? Yeah. It's like that that thing you ask – I do this all the time. I ask them to write down their list of priorities and then you ask them, where are you on the list? If you're even on the list, because most women don't even think to put themselves on the list of priorities, they're at the very bottom. Yeah. I'm like, man, you cannot take care of any of this, not your kids, not your partner, not your dreams or your business, if you don't first take care of yourself. Agreed. Yes. And yeah. you have, I mean, you have three, you're, we're in similar boats in terms of, you've got some little people at home. Your kids are still young. What I, does that look like? I don't, I don't tend to like reach for, um, being a mom and working. Cause I feel like that's every interview. They're like, how do you work life balance? And I just want to punch people in the face. But I do think when you have a business like yours and you have little people, it's worth asking the question, like, how's it going? How's it working? How are you doing that? Yeah. So I have three kids. Littlest is Harper. She's four. And then Maddie is seven and Jackson is nine and mm-hmm. Jackson has down syndrome. So my oldest mm-hmm has special needs, which kind of feels like, you know, just there's, there's some extra love and extra effort there. And Mm -hmm. so I think that, um, I feel really grateful and thankful that some of the early years when they were little, little, and I mean, just baby babies and toddlers, I was at home a little bit more. I have an office now with the team. And so I physically leave my home and I go to a space and they're in school. And so I will say that some of those earlier years, I mean, it's just a different kind of struggle and hustle as what I'm dealing with now because they're more emotionally needy and, and, 
and you know, versus physically needy, right? At the beginning, mm-hmm. just little they need my body to help them either survive and eat or whatever, <laughs> right? And so now they're just excited when I walk in the door. And so wanting to be all in when I'm there. And I think that, I don't know if you struggle with this. It's questionable if I'm a three or a seven on the Enneagram because I love fun. I'm an experienced person. I do not, like I am bored on a normal Tuesday. And so I think that I'm not a homebody at all. I'm constantly wanting to be on the go. So I think that probably one of my bigger struggles now, just with my personality, right? It doesn't even have to be business owner or working mom. It's more just kind of how Micah May is wired. I'm, mm-hmm. I am on the go all the time and I like to create magical experiences. And so I want to do that for my kids on a normal Tuesday. And so for me, I, you know, I was struggling with this. My husband, with his sound wisdom the other day, even, I had said, okay, we're going to go. And as soon as I get home, we are going to load the kids. It's, you know, gorgeous in Austin. We have like one month when it's not too hot, not too cold, and it is beautiful. So I just said, I want to milk everything we've got from this beautiful weather. So let's, as soon as I get home, let's load the kids up. Let's grab Chick-fil-A and take them kayaking or whatever. Like do something totally out and about. Well, I got home and my daughter had was like in the throes of a play date and was making mini donuts with her friends. And so for me, I I had an expectation. I walked in thinking I was going to walk in to load the kids up, let's go to the like go get on a kayak, and instead I'm suddenly making mini donuts. And that was a hard transition for me because it just was a was you know it was managing my own expectations. It had nothing to do with the kids, but I think mm-hmm. that my husband we we kind of debriefed right. There was like, all right, I'm I'm making mini donuts, and he suddenly whipped up some crazy tacos from meat we had in the fridge, and we stayed home. We totally abandoned kind of this plan that we had set, and we talked about it after. And basically, he just said, you know, Micah, you have to realize that. When you come home, you're entering into a system that is most likely thriving without you, which was like kind of a dagger to the heart, but also made me respect and love my husband so much because he's got it, right? He provides something to my kids that I don't, which is kind of (laughs) calm and peace. Like he makes coffee. We have coffee every day at four if I'm at home. And if not, he does it without me and I do it at my work. But you know, if I enter my home at 3.30 or 4, he has got coffee brewing and he is sitting in his chair and he is cool, calm, and collected. And the kids are just doing their homework quietly. If I walked in, I'd be like, get your swimsuits. We're going to kayak. You know? <laughs> so I think that, you know, I think that my personality slash working mom, entrepreneur, like whatever you want to call it, I'm just a maximizer and I want to create magical experience for our customers, but also for my team and my home. And so that, that is the thing that I probably struggle with the most is just resting on a normal Tuesday, being at Mm -hmm. home and giving my kids eye contact and all the things that they need. Um, you know, and like being able to inject the magic when it's time, but not forcing it because I need it. Oh, that's so good. I mean, it feels like a very self-aware place to be to have gotten to this place where you understand that truth about what is your expectation versus what is the reality and maybe what's best for the family at this moment. Is that something that you've always had or is that a journey that you've gone on? 
I mean, I think I love to learn. I think I barely made it out of college. I feel really thankful that I escaped because I didn't love to learn then, or maybe I didn't love to learn the things they were like the education that was provided to me. And so I was always kind of on my weird path of just learning, right? Like I would be in the aisles at midnight at Barnes and Noble in the self-help section because I'm constantly wanting to be the best version of myself. And so, yeah, as a mother and as um, a business owner, I think I'm constantly learning via podcast or reading and all all the things that I feel like we just, we have so much access at our fingertips of Mm -hmm. incredible wisdom of people who've gone before us. So whether it's an actual real life mastermind group or a phone call with a bestie or a podcast or a book, like I'm constantly intaking. I'm a sponge as much as I can. Um, I love that. Yeah. Learn because I can't do it by myself. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. I (laughs) don't think that, I mean, I hope that I'm not pretending like I literally have no idea what I'm doing. So um, I I need as much help as I can get. (laughs) Girl, preach. Um, I ask the same questions on every episode of this podcast because I'm just a nerd. And these are the weird things that I wonder about other women. So I want to ask them to you. What time do you wake up in the morning? So this is, this is, um, I would say probably one of my most shameful (laughs) There's no shame. There's no right answer. Because I am a night owl and I want so bad to be a morning person. And I wake up as late as I possibly can every morning, despite whatever circumstances. And so while I absolutely love those moments where I am up before everyone, I've got the coffee going and I'm like doing my little quiet routine, that doesn't ever happen. I wake up. No, I think that's important because there are women listening who are the same as you. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way, as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. 
Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas? The food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market. Because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach no here's what happens i set i set three alarms and i write myself no. mess- <laughs> and so from like every single night that i go to sleep i'm like tomorrow tomorrow's the day that i get up 30 minutes before everybody and you know what i set four alarms and i literally wake up at 7 10 no matter what and my kids have to be leaving our doorstep at 7.30. So from 7.10 to 7.30, I am in my underwear, racing around my house, getting lunches <laughs> and kids dressed and done and like, sh- like, co- like whatever, coffee and hair and all of the things that need to happen to get three kids out the door. And like, then they, I wave on my front porch and my husband bikes them to school. And then I, yeah, that is what happens every day. I wish it was different, but seven o'clock. No, that, is is your truth. that is your truth. And what, um, are you a coffee drinker? And if so, what's your coffee order? Yeah. So I order Costa, like Cafe Brit from Costa Rica coffee. We are mm-hmm. like, we're the only humans on the planet still that make drip 
coffee. Like for any humans out there that are listening, like no Keurig, no K-cup, no fancy Nespresso, or I don't even know what, like, you know, a coffee maker and with grounds. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. this afternoon, I start to twitch by like two if I don't have <laughs> like an iced coffee situation. So my little drink of choice is a Starbucks double shot on ice. That is nice. the name of this thing. It's wrong about half the time. It's a legit drink at Starbucks. <laughs> but when you're at Starbucks, you have to say the word Starbucks or else they think it's just a double shot. But the word Starbucks double shot on ice means something different to the barista. And then they know, oh, it's an ice drink with like a little cream and a little simple syrup. And it's all shaken and gorgeous. And- oh, I don't know that. Oh, oh I didn't know. Okay, okay. I got to try that. That's like a special thing. No, this is a special thing. So the tall has, I think, two shots. The grande has three shots and the venti has five shots. Ooh, watch out. Okay. So I get a venti most days <laughs> and it is five shots of espresso and they shake it with a little simple syrup and it's amazing. They pour it and it's like, they do a little dollop of cream and it creates this gorgeous ombre and they hand it to you. And I just feel like I can conquer the next four hours of my day. All right. So. And now you know why you're a night owl. Right? Yeah, exactly. As you're having that in the <laughs> afternoon. I would be up for the next like nine days. I'm like an old woman when it comes to caffeine. What a nerd. Um, I'm going to be I more like about you. you in the morning. And I'm like, man, freaking Rachel's like Facebook living right now and has been for two <laughs> hours. <laughs> we don't compare. We don't compare. It takes all kinds of kinds. Uh, what is your favorite workout and how often do you do it? I work out as, as, as it's a challenge also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a season of life where I know it is so important for my mind more than anything. Um, so I do yoga. I'll run. I'll walk. Like I've got some little bar classes that I'll do, and it's a struggle. It's a. It's. I'm. Mm-hmm. I am not the person that's like three times a week, no matter what. Four times a week, no matter what. I am on the. I'm. It is a struggle for me because I so love these babies and kids and. I just, because I'm not waking up early, like I, if there was a, and there has, there's been a couple of hip hop classes I've done at like 8 30 PM, which is kind of my jam. Like that's when I love to work out. Um, so yoga and hip hop, like that is when I want to work out is at nine o'clock when I'm, my mind is fully there and my kids are all asleep and I've got to take a break from my to do's. So I'm working on finding a bunch of classes at nine, which is impossible. Nice. Um, nice. But yeah. Uh, you're traveling right now. So tell us what is the one travel item you cannot live without? So I just found this unbelievable phone charger that is a bangle. So it's a bracelet. That oh, is- you showed me this. You showed me this. It's so rad. Okay. I literally do not leave home without this thing because my phone is always dead. So I have probably four phone chargers always as extra whatever. So I have the away suitcase and it just pops out and it's an extra one. But the bracelet is a game changer. And so um, what I love about it is it's from it's from Mark and Graham, which is one of the West Elm companies. And mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it just fits on your wrist. Obviously, you have to remember to charge it. But if you do, it really does help you in a pinch. And there's no cords. So it literally has a little whatever you call it, just plugs right into your phone. So it's really awesome for going out like late at night or if you're traveling, like when I'm at New York, I don't want like a giant purse with a gazillion travelers and giant. Sure. Yeah. So 
that's just what I wear. And I just boop, pop it on, done. Charges your phone. Yeah. I have seen that. You showed it to me. It's really darling. And you would never, ever know that it's a charger. You just think like, oh, what a cute bracelet. Uh, So the last question, uh, the last question I always ask is if you could tell listeners one thing, the, and the women who are listening would accept it as truth. They would believe it. They would practice it in their real everyday lives. If you could tell them one piece of advice that you know from the last decade or the last three decades, what would you say? I think I've struggled the most and have landed in a place where this is my little mantra, which is just trust your gut. I think you're bi- if you're building a business, it's yours and you know it inside and out. You know your product, you know your website. You've probably been up at midnight or 2 a.m. or 5 a.m. if you're Rachel. Um, I have bought out partners and been approached to be acquired and there is no one that knows where I am more than me and my my intimate family, right? So my husband, me, we, we know where we are. And so when I am trusting my gut and I'm like, man, I feel like this next thing is going to be the thing, or I feel like I shouldn't sell my company right now, or actually I don't think I ever want to, or I'm feeling like this X, Y, and Z. Those are those crucial and critical moments that when it's daylight and you're getting advice and it's all enlist all the help, you can get really confused along the way by other people's opinions and other people's advice. And while I need it and I am full on on like have a gazillion friends and business entrepreneurs on my speed dial because I do need their advice. At the end of the day, I I am running a business and I it's up to me to decide. Same thing with my kids, right? I've got Jackson special needs. There is a whole host of podcasts and Instagrammers and friends or therapists who think they might know what's best for Jackson, but I'm an expert at Jackson because I'm his mom and Mm. I've got to trust my gut. So when it comes to his future therapy or my next future business move, like I am, I am on my knees and I am figuring out what I need to do and asking for wisdom to be brought to my, my own mind and then creating space to hear it. Right. So yeah. Um, you know, I've got an executive coach that's like this tri- magical trifecta. She's a spiritual director and an executive coach and a therapist. It's like, oh, so she, amazing. She has helped me really identify times where I really think clearly and feel inspired in my creative juices flow. And so kind of creating those liturgies in your life to be able to hear and listen to what is being brought to you and then trust your gut as you execute and move forward is probably my greatest advice. Oh, I love that. Micah May, you're the best. I'm so grateful that we get to be friends and hang out. And I'm so grateful that listeners get to learn from your advice today and hear your story. And if you don't already follow Micah, and if you don't already follow May Designs on Instagram, you are missing out because their work is gorgeous and sunny and bright and will just make your feed so happy. So we'll definitely put all the information about where to find them in the show notes so you guys can follow them, but also go get your customized notebook because you're going to love it as much as I do. Sister, thank you so much for your time. This is so fun. Thank you, Rachel. I just love you so much. 
We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment and you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deuspodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we're all super busy. We have so many things filling up our plate each and every day. And... I like to imagine what it would be like if I had an extra hour. Like, what would I do? I like to think that I would be my absolute best self and I would meditate and make sure I'm journaling more. I would do my morning pages. I would really take advantage of that time. But in order to know what to do with your time, you have to understand what your priorities are. And therapy can be a really fantastic way to figure that out. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a quick questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rach to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Rach.